Hey there, it's Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, a podcast geared towards the things you may be misunderstanding about the difficult relationships in your life. I did not understand it when I was in it, but I definitely understand it now, and I want to share that understanding with you so that you too can find the courage you didn't know you had to make the changes you didn't think you could make. Hey everybody, we're on the third podcast of the fall new releases, and I'm doing another one from a different perspective, like I've done the other two. We did the personal bill of rights and we did the one about transformation. And this one, I'm going to talk about minimizing. So all the, the ones that I'm doing this month are giving you a different perspective of what happens in a toxic relationship and what the toxic relationship causes you to do and change and adapt to, to survive in it. So today we're going to talk about minimization. This, I am the queen of it. Queen of minimization. What does, what does minimize mean? To reduce something, especially something unpleasant to the smallest possible amount or degree. In a nutshell, minimizing makes the good seem not so good and the bad seem not so bad. Instead of making a mountain out of a molehill, we make a molehill out of a mountain. Instead of making something out of nothing, we make nothing out of something. So what we're doing is we learn to deny the significance of things. Why do we do this after being in relationships that aren't healthy for us? We minimize our experiences. We minimize our emotions. We minimize the effects that events and environments have on us. We minimize the good and we minimize the bad. A couple examples, just so you know what I'm talking about is um, the first one, Carmen attended a family event a few weeks after her miscarriage where her relatives kept telling her how sorry they were. Carmen sighed and told them that it was early in the pregnancy and it was nothing major compared to the parents who had lost their children to cancer or a chronic disease. Another example, Albert was recently promoted at work. At a party, many of the people congratulated him and commented that he had always been a hard worker with very high standards. Albert shrugged off these comments and insisted that his supervisors must have confused him with someone else who actually deserved to be promoted. Michael was standing between two aisles in a convenience store when a robber barged in. The robber held the store employee at gunpoint as he emptied the cash register. Michael carefully approached the robber from behind and knocked him unconscious with a case of soda. Michael was declared the hero when the police and the local news crew arrived. However, Michael refused to take credit for his bravery and he declared that anyone else would have done the same. I am the master at this. I became the master at this all through my life. Okay, my, I was like this in my former relationship. I have carried it over. I have learned that I'm allowed to have accomplishments. I've also learned that I'm allowed to acknowledge bad things without going, eh, it's not so bad. What I learned in my former relationship is that 
the bad didn't seem so bad if I didn't make a big deal of it. So criticisms, uh, blame, things that would really hurt you, you just decide it's not that big a deal and you minimize the behavior and deal with the pain. It's how we kind of become numb within those relationships. My accomplishments, my wins, birthdays, anniversaries, all of those types of things seem not important. Minimizing led me to the accepting what I thought I deserved, not what I actually deserved. Minimizing in an emotionally unhealthy relationship allows us to avoid dealing with our emotions. Because if we minimize the bad, we don't have to deal with being upset, being angry, being frustrated, being sad. If we tell ourselves it's not that bad. And if we minimize the big things, we don't have to deal with emotions like happy and excited because the toxic personality wants to control our emotions. And when we show them, we tend to find out that we're, we shouldn't feel that way. Or they want to know how come we're feeling that way. Or why are you so excited about that? Or what, what about this made you so sad? And we're always in trouble for whatever it is that we're feeling. The toxic personality wants to be able to say and do things that make us feel the way they want us to feel. So we learn very quickly that our emotions and our feelings don't really matter. So we have to make everything that brings up emotions and feelings smaller so it's easier to deal with. We just make it like it's not a big deal. Birthdays should be celebrated, but as you know, in toxic relationships, the toxic person's birthday is celebrated because then they get the attention. Yours is ignored or ruined, so they get the attention. We get used to them not being celebrated, and so we lower our standards on how important they are so that we don't have to deal with the emotions of sadness or disappointment when they're not celebrated. If you know what to expect, it's easier to deal with. So you just stop expecting to celebrate yourself on your birthday. Name calling and criticisms are thrown at us and they hurt. So we allow ourselves to believe that it's not that big a deal because if we minimize it, then we don't have to feel the hurt or the upset that the criticism and the name calling is gonna instill. So once again, we can avoid dealing with our emotions and our feelings. Minimizing helps us deal with situations that may be hard for us to accept or deal with. How to control or stop minimizing. First, you have to realize you do it. Um, ask yourself why you're not celebrating. Ask yourself why you're not upset. Ask yourself why it isn't a big deal. Ask yourself why you don't think this is toxic. We minimize on autopilot. The worst days of my life were the days that I was on autopilot and I call it autopilot. It's survival mode. On Tuesday, my job was to get through Tuesday. And on Wednesday, my job was to get through Wednesday. And, and if too many emotions got involved, things got chaotic. So we go on autopilot and we minimize things. So the emotions don't have to get big and we don't have to explain our emotions and we don't have 
to feel guilty for not feeling the same way as other people. We begin to believe that we deserve to be called names and we don't deserve to celebrate our birthdays. And that's just how it is and we accept it. Start taking compliments. Say thank you and that's it. Now, I think I've talked about this before. We minimize when somebody gives us a compliment. We immediately reject the compliment because we don't think we're worthy and it's gonna make us deal with an emotion. So somebody says, hey, I like your shirt and you go, thanks, I got it at Goodwill. Okay, I personally love Goodwill because I like finding treasures. So I don't really care if people know I get stuff at Goodwill, but another example is, oh, I like your hair. Oh, it's dirty, I didn't wash it. Okay, rather than say, oh, it's dirty, I didn't wash it, and take their compliment, roll it up in a ball, and pitch it over your shoulder, why don't you just say, thank you? Now, the other rule with compliments is you can't return a compliment with a compliment because that's the same thing as rejecting it. So you're gonna say thank you and then there's gonna be this weird pause and you're gonna feel very awkward and you're gonna feel like you have to say something. But the next time you see them, you can repay the compliment because what we wanna do is we wanna start absorbing the compliments and feeling good about them as opposed to minimizing them. Stop apologizing. Don't say I'm sorry 70 times a day. I promise you, if there's something that you need to apologize for, you will know it and you will do it. But we apologize for everything. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Stop apologizing. Apologize when you need to. Don't apologize when it's not necessary. It immediately makes you take the blame for stuff that is definitely not yours to take. Say things like, oh, thank you for noticing, rather than, I didn't really do that much. I never acknowledged that I did not deserve what I went through in my former relationship. I never acknowledged up until a few months ago that I didn't deserve that. I could, I could acknowledge the fact that my kids didn't deserve it, but I never looked at it and thought, you know what? That was really crappy. You didn't deserve that. Instead, what I would do is I would say, oh, you know, even though I wouldn't want to go through it again, I'm appreciative that I went through it because look at my great job and I wouldn't be able to meet all these people or help. And, it, and, and I would brush right over the fact that that freaking sucked and I didn't deserve that treatment. That was a big eye opener to me when all of a sudden I realized I've never allowed myself to feel like I didn't deserve it. I never celebrated becoming a doctor. I literally walked across the stage, got my diploma, and that was it. For one, I was already married then. So attention on me didn't get him what he needed. So it was, it was almost like just another thing that you did. And I never really embraced the, oh my gosh, I have, I, I just graduated from, you know, almost nine years of college. And it was just like, hey, thanks for my diploma. Hey, you wanna go to McDonald's? 
And, and that kind of makes me a little sad when I think about that. Um, I was back to school the day after I had Mesa. And I was back to work three days after I had Shiloh. I worked when I was sick. So I minimized being sick. I minimized the fact that I just had babies and I should have been able to celebrate it. I convinced myself that I didn't need to see my family or have friends because it always caused conflict. So I acted like it wasn't a big deal. Oh no, I'm fine. I'm very independent. I let my hobbies go because I didn't need them. I just started staying home. To this day, I catch myself still minimizing for others the things that are important to me, both positive and negative. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. I'm fine. It'll be fine. It'll all work out. I'm going to be okay. I don't need any help. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. And you've all seen the sweatshirt on Facebook that says, I'm fine. And then there's a, a stab wound with bleeding down the side of the sweatshirt. That's us. We have learned to stop. We have to learn to stop reframing things so that we don't have to feel. The things that we minimize are to avoid dealing with our feelings. You are a big deal. Your life is a big deal. Your accomplishments are a big deal. People treating you badly is a big deal. Invalidating your feelings is a big deal. Calling names is a big deal. And isolating you from people that you love is a big deal. I challenge you this week to write a list of 20 accomplishments that you have had in your life. Did you celebrate them? Did you acknowledge that they were accomplishments? If not, why not? Thank you so much, as always, for listening. I appreciate the patronage. I appreciate the shares. If you want to know more about my mission and the services that I have in um, the toxic relationship realm, go to coachingwithdrheidi.com. And if you know someone who might benefit from this podcast, please share it because you might be changing somebody's life by doing so.